Okay, so uh, today we're meeting with uh, Cheryl Nanku, who is a senior account manager with Gartner in Dubai. Uh, good afternoon, Cheryl. Good afternoon, Kiana. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, I suppose we'll just let we'll get started and get straight into it, yeah. um, and maybe get you to tell us a little bit about your career journey so far. Okay, all right. So yes, as, as you said, I'm Cheryl Nanku, and um, I'm currently a senior account manager working in Gartner. Um, I'm 45 years old, so uh, my career journey has spanned over what, tw over 20 years now. Um, I started off, I actually did my degree in maths a bit like you. Um, and back then, I actually thought I wanted to be a chartered accountant because I liked numbers and that's why I chose to do maths, just for the reason that I liked problem solving and I was actually really good at numbers as well until I went to uni and I found it very, very difficult. Um, and then um, when I finished university, I realised that if I wanted to be a chartered accountant, that it would mean even more study. And I really wasn't ready for another five years of, of studying. Um, whilst I was at uni, all my jobs, all my um, part-time jobs were in sales. So um, I sold things like double glazing or health insurance. So I got a little bit of a flavour of um, winning commission, winning and earning commission. So whilst all my friends were earning like £3 an hour doing whatever it is they were doing, I was earning £3 an hour plus commission. So I started to um, understand a lot about the value of money and appreciate money because I was earning a lot more than, than my friends back then. Um, when I left uni, um, I started um, at a company called Logica, a huge consultancy in the UK, IT consultancy. Um, they do various project work, IT-related project work for, for clients. And I was sold out as a junior con, uh, consultant doing mathematical modelling. So I sat in front of a huge spreadsheet with numbers, and I hated it. I was behind a, a desk. I wasn't really talking to anybody. Yeah, the numbers were easy, and I could sit there and solve them. It was very basic maths that I could do, but I didn't really enjoy it. Um, and luckily, quite early in my career, um, I um, met with a, a, a colleague. I became uh, friends with a colleague who was actually a few years older than me, who took me under his wing um, as a mentor. Um, so there is a lot to say about when you start a company about networking and not just talking to the people that you join with or the, the graduates that I worked with, but putting yourself out there and getting to know other colleagues. and. My mentor really pushed me to, to take me completely out my comfort zone and to knock on one of the director's doors and tell him that, um, a little bit about myself and that um, I'd actually worked in sales before and would it be possible for me to shadow someone in sales as well as doing the mathematical modelling that I was doing. I was completely uncomfortable doing this, but I did it. Um, and I quickly, um, actually, he gave me a job in sales. He actually transferred me into sales. And normally, graduate programs, you need to work for one or two years as a consultant before you can move into sales. But six months in, I was uh, doing some very junior, junior sales role for a consultancy. Now, the type of sales that just basically sell in and account management, management is what I've made, my, made of my career. Um, but unlike selling, you know, double glazing or health insurance, the type of sales that I've been doing is very complex. So projects 
at Logica, where I, I worked before, could take up to a year to win. So you really need to go into businesses, understand what it is that they're looking for, understand how your services can align to that. And in order to get that business, you would have to compete with other companies. And it was the competition aspect that I liked. And also really going into businesses and analyzing. And again, that's a bit like where the math comes in. So it's using the analytical skills, but in a different way to solving a math problem, you're solving business problems, but many of the skills actually apply. And it's a very people orientated business. So I would need to build relationships with, uh, with clients, with prospects, with different people within the business. Um, because there's a lot of selling on an individual basis as well as a, as an organizational basis. Um, so that's how I, I got into sales and that's the type of sales that I do. I feel you want to yeah. ask a question. No, I was just thinking, uh, did you know straight away then, this is what I actually think, this is what I want to follow. I don't want to be sitting at the office desk. I want to move into this area. And I suppose, how did you make sure that was where your career Yeah. I wanted to understand. So I started off doing some, you know, I wasn't allowed to go and see customers, right? So I was started off doing some sales research, assisting those that would go out to customers. <clears throat> and I could, I actually spoke to someone, okay, if I did this, what would the career path look like? Okay. So you could become a sales director. In fact, you know, there was a, a very clear career path there. And also something uh, for me, what's always motivated me, but I've always been clear about what I wanted, both materially and uh, I guess you could say like spiritually. So from a young age, one thing that drove me was the fact that I wanted a house. <laughs> I didn't like living at home. I wanted to, to, to buy a house and I used to look in the local papers to see how much a house cost. And in order to get there, I had to earn money. And I knew that sales could get me, you know, this career yes. could, could get me what I wanted. I also have always been big on making a difference. So um, in terms of what I do in, in a job, so I really have to always connect what I was selling to a purpose. So for example, when I was selling in the UK, I was selling to UK government. So a lot of the, the projects that, uh, that the UK government were tendering for were related to um, you know, the UK public having a better life. So okay. in a way I was impacting that. So whatever I've been selling has to have a good impact. Otherwise, there's no there's no real meaning to me for doing it. Okay. Um, yeah. So that, that's I think that's a really important thing is whatever it is that you do as a career. What's your motivation? What motivates you to do that? That links in very well to our Twitter post this morning. Uh, I've just put on and asked the students what actually motivates them yeah. and how it will link to their career. So yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And, and I can say now, now that I'm 45, I can say that a lot of what I've achieved in life um, has been, it's what I visualize, it's what I, it, it, if I look back now, my most dominant thoughts in the past are now my reality. So um, I, I really, and I, I come from quite a poor background and I used to visualize myself, um, things like driving a sports car, I used to visualize myself living in the hot country in a high-rise building mm -hmm. and it was really clear. So, be con so I wasn't that conscious of my thoughts then, but I think, you know, again, another piece of advice I would give is to be 
think of be conscious of what you're thinking what thoughts what messages are you sending out to the universe about what it is what, that you want because these are your values and this will then drive your behavior and drive your career choices as well yeah very true <laughs> fantastic um so you worked with this company in the uk um did you go come from there direct to dubai or was yeah. there somewhere in yeah. between no, so I work for various companies. So I work for lots of uh, big companies. And then I think it was around the age of 26, I, um, I actually went to work for a really small company. I took a risk. So I was number seven in terms of the number of employees. Um, and I was a bit scared about moving from a global company to such a small company. But what that did for me is they gave me exposure to the whole business. Right. So I sat in on board meetings. They sold their consultancy. I was part of how they sold the company. So I got a lot of exposure. I've not got an MBA, but it was almost like doing an MBA with all the skills that I learned from, from doing that. Um, and then I went back into a big consultancy. Um, and then all along the way, what I, what I started to do was actually develop my um, my soft skills. So I was always big, I started to learn about NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. So okay. how we use our mind, our thoughts, how we model behavior, how we can um, model what other people are doing and replicating behavior for success and, and doing some coaching. So I actually left the corporate world and set up my own business for a while. I was uh, running my own business for about five years um, and I was doing sales consultancy. So I was actually teaching um, organizations how to sell um, and um, doing some coaching as well um, co uh, related to sales. So um, that was, again, something that I dreamt of doing, was doing something on my own, and I did that for a short mm -hmm. period, and then came out to Dubai on holiday and uh, on by fluke found a job. <laughs> so that's how I ended up here in 2015. Okay, um, very productive holiday. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. So. I thought it would be great to grow my global network, do something again, come out my comfort zone. I came out here and also being out here, um, by the, the time I came out here, I was really doing quite a lot of voluntary work as well. So the nice thing about my career is that, um, and especially with the, the career that I'm in now, is that uh, there's, you, you get time off, there's flexibility. So I have been yeah. able to do some voluntary work as well. Um, again, it's about making a difference and having the time to do that. So. Um, and the money to do it as well. Yeah, uh, and that is one of the stu uh, student questions was, is it possible to maintain a work-life balance in the job that you're doing? That was one of the questions that I was asked. That's, that's a really good question. And that's a really important value to me, actually, work-life balance. So I'm really big into health and fitness. Um, and I always have time for my training every day. Um, I have two children now and spending, you know, uh, uh, time with them every day is important to me. So, yes, um, and there's flexibility, as long as you're willing, there's flexibility about how you manage your day. Okay. So, um, I talk to clients during the day, but if I need to write reports or presentations, then I may choose to do that in the evening so that I can pick up my son from school during the day instead. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah. that's good. Um, I'm trying to think. I thought there was one. There was another one, um, but yeah, it was very much just. Is there anything that you would really dislike about your job? Oh, uh, a lot of people talk yeah. about what they do like, but is there anything that you dislike about it? it yeah, losing. 
it sails okay. and and you lose but you don't always win and you lose and you have bad years mm-hmm. so um you know it's target driven so you're told how much you need to achieve by the end of the year and that's what you're measured against and it is quite black and white right um and you do have bad years and um it, it's when you have a bad year you need to be able to pick yourself up um, I mean I'm I've had bad years and I've learned I've had a lot of bad years and I've, I've learned how to do it how to pick myself back up but it is it is tough the other thing that's tough is um uh, you, you've got some sometimes when you're in sales you're waiting for waiting the waiting game you're waiting mm-hmm. for things to happen and yeah you're on tender hooks so that can be quite difficult so you need quite, you need quite a bit of patience. <laughs> you need you need patience and resilience, absolutely. Yeah. But that comes with practice. And I think I don't know. Um, really, I think nowadays a lot of people with this remote working, people are working from home. Um, there is a lot more flexibility for work. I find there's a more flexibility for work-life balance with this kind of model. But I think again, it, it's not so much the career. It depends on the organisation that you're working for. So again, having worked for a lot of organisations and made career mistakes, as in gone mm-hmm. to a company, realised I didn't like it, it's a good question to ask, uh, uh, you know, to find out about, really. Yeah. Maybe not an interview question, but talk to colleagues, that try and find out who else works there, ask if you can meet with them, and mm-hmm. just ask the question, can you tell me a bit about the day in the life of, of your, you know, your job, and yeah. find out find out about it. Well, that was another question that we were going to come to. What does your job look like on a day-to-day basis? So on a typical day, I'm sure there's not a typical day there, but if you could pick, yeah. choose a day and explain it to us, maybe what the day might look like. Yeah, so a good day. Um, I'll be talking to clients most of the day. So I manage a portfolio of clients. So um, I talk to my clients. And so my clients, um, the, the, the model of Gartner is that the clients sign up to a membership a minimum two-year membership where they can utilize all our resources, our consultants, our research, etc. My job is to ensure that they use their membership and they renew their membership. Okay. okay. And their yep. membership is individual based. A bit like a gym membership, and I'm the personal trainer to make sure that you know so yep. I talk to my clients um, uh, mainly online now um, mm-hmm. to understand what their business problems are and how their membership can help resolve some of the problems. Um, and the other thing I talked to them about is, okay, so you used, the me- you used our resources, what value did that add to you? Um, did it save you time? Did it save you money? These are the sorts of questions that we ask that they, that they renew. So that's what I do is I really talk to clients and then in between talking to clients, I'm preparing uh, for the meeting. Sometimes there's a presentation or there's follow-up emails so a lot of time at my desk, but it used to uh-huh. be going to client sites, which I miss. I miss the face-to-face interaction, actually. Okay. And do you work as part of a team or do you work quite individually? Yeah. On what you're doing? Yeah. So um, we, my team, the team that I work in, uh, we manage commercial clients, but I work, I manage my clients myself. Yeah, okay. I work as part of a team. There's five of us in the team, and we get together for a team meeting every Sunday. Okay. And I also have a regular, well, a weekly check-in with my manager as well. He's always there if I if I need anything, but he's okay. always, um, yeah, that's what how we operate. Okay, I just I was trying to think. There was a question. Sorry, I've got the questions from the students down here. Uh, 
So is there any way that you actually yourself or your team members create motivation for each other or for your team? How do you yeah. motivate each other to continue with all this? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Um, we we I often I, I use a, there's one or two colleagues I talk to a lot, um, um, to, especially on the down days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't get hold of someone or you, you think you're, you're, you're about to lose a sale. Um, we talk to each other and, and you know, uh, motivate each other, reassuring each other that we're doing our best. Um, yeah. and, and also sometimes just kind of being a mentor or coach, just looking at things from a different perspective, because sometimes when your head's too much into it, you haven't thought of another perspective. So yeah. that's where, um, you know, colleagues are, uh, really do help to motivate us as well. And also when your colleagues win business, we, sh- we, cele- we celebrate. So, and we share success and we share failures. Um, we really look into why we failed as well. What learnings can we take from something? As they say, there is no failure, only feedback. So that's it. Yeah. And that does help to motivate us actually as well. Definitely, yeah. No, that's good. Um, so overall, what have you found more valuable in your career? Has it been your education or your experience? What do you think? Experience. Experience. Mm-hmm. But like I say, well, you know, math, it's not just about, you know, the numbers. It's not just about math. There's loads, like I said to you, the analytical skills that yeah. are there. My approach to problems, so I like to, I, I always, okay, if I've got to solve any kind of problem, there's always a stage approach. That's, that's my approach to it, yeah. which I get from, which I get from math. So you'll be surprised that whatever it is that you're studying, there's probably loads of other skills that come with mm-hmm. that as well. But definitely, I think it's my experience mm-hmm. um, and, and the mentoring that's been really valuable okay. talking to, to other people that have been in my career um, uh, to give me that motivation and that boost. Okay, really good, yeah. Um, trying to see, there were a few others, sorry, I keep looking at this. No, go for it. Um, if a student wanted to do a job like this, is there any particular either A-level subjects or uh, degrees that you would recommend, or do you think if they go with their interests and their passions would that be a better fit for it i think that if uh, if you have to choose i think having some kind of business acumen is important mm-hmm. you need to understand a little bit about business so um, business related a levels i know a levels are subjects are a, a, a bit different to what they were they were very core when i did my a levels mm-hmm. uh, years ago so business related um uh, a levels i think would be useful um, but also never underestimate um, some of the soft skills, uh, the people skills, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, even things like negotiation skills, selling, um, and just your your interpersonal skills, and your ability to have a, convers- a business conversation with someone, ask good questions, listen, um, and you know, be able to listen and then probe a little bit about um, you know what they've said to you. Yeah, and our, we are doing RSC month in school this month, so being able to speak would be a huge benefit, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the soft skills, so are there, you've picked out a few of them. What do you think would be, if they had to choose one or two soft skills that they would really focus on in an application, what would, be, what would you recommend? Have you any ideas? Um, one or two soft skills. Um... 
I'd say com list communication is weird because you're, you're talking to people on a one-to-one -one, um, level. Some of the roles, sales roles I've had was a lot of presenting as well. Uh -huh. Being able to talk in front of an audience and being com and and confidence, you know, yes. um, there's a lot to say for the way you carry yourself, your body language, your gravitas, yeah. um, especially when you're young and starting out. Um, because I was I was very young when I was uh, I mean I was I was 21, 22, but in the sales environment I was very young, uh -huh. and um, I'm a, I'm petite, and I remember my mentor saying to me, "You need to work on your gravitas." And me thinking, well, how do I do that? You know, yeah, and that comes with experience and being yeah. able to communicate. Um, so I think that's that's very important. And yeah, and you being confident, so when you're walking into that meeting, you own that room. <laughs> okay. Um, well, how does the company you're with now, I suppose? Very. How, how is it different from other companies that you've worked with in the past? I know you've mentioned working for a smaller company. You've mentioned working working for the company in the UK. Is there any huge differences or um, yeah. is it just the clients that you're working with that are different or what way is it? Yeah, so I'd say that there are a few differences. So I've always sold consultancy. So I've always sold projects, mm -hmm. um, as I said, that take potentially, you know, six months, a year, two years to try and win. Now it's memberships, it's a bit different. Uh -huh. um, and I would say that a big difference to me really is being out here in the Middle East. Okay. Yeah? So yeah. the pace is different, it's slower out here. And maybe, um, um, I find that, um, again, cult culturally, I'm, de I'm dealing with so many different cultures as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's the main difference. But as an organisation, they're, they're a great organisation. I mean, I've been there almost seven years. I never expected to stay there that long. Yeah. I think it's perhaps the longest company that I've stayed with. Yeah, I think it's the longest company now that I've okay. been with. Um, so they really look after their people. I like working working for them. Um, yeah. yeah, but I think really the biggest difference is being in, like I say, being in, in Dubai. And then it's a completely different thing. I've never sold anything like this before. Okay. Uh, Linking into that, uh, I take it you count that a good decision moving to Dubai then. What's the worst decision you think you've ever made in your career? Um, I don't, again, again, it's a good question. But again, I don't think the worst decision may have actually been the best decision because I took a huge learning from it, right? Yeah. So, and that would be, I took a job once because, and, um, and I, I've actually taken them off my, my CV, but I took a job once because of the prestige and I was so proud to get a job with that company. So I was so proud to work for that company. I didn't ask all those questions that I was I mentioned earlier about what, you know, what are the company values, get to know how it is to work there. And it was absolutely awful. I really didn't like the culture. Um, okay. And yeah, it was, yeah, so that, so in a way that it was a, it was a terrible decision. Um, and that was the second company I worked for. Um, terrible decision, but it ended up being a great decision because I never made that mistake again. Yeah, and that's the uh, the great thing, turning a negative into a positive. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That's showing your resilience. So yeah, <laughs> there we but go. But I always ask, I mean, like, like when I was coming out here, and I, you know, even though I was, you know, experienced everything else, I was quite nervous. I came out to Dubai on my own. I was nervous um, and I did, you know, people were saying to me, 
what's the worst thing that can happen? And I actually thought, well, what's the best thing that could happen as well? And focused yeah. more on that and just thought, right, let's, let's just do it. <laughs> That's it. And, and sometimes it can be difficult to make that leap. And It can, yeah, yeah. But I suppose, as the students have to think as well, uh, nothing's forever. And if it does end up being a wrong decision for you, there's always a chance to go back and do something different. Exactly. And it's a wrong decision and you take a huge learning from it as well. Exactly. All our experiences are there to learn from. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so if you were to give advice to some of our students now at 16, 17, 18 years of age, have you any advice or recommendations that you would give to them? Yeah, so lots of I think. Um, take some time out in terms of career and ask yourself the question what's important to me about my career mm -hmm. and I said it in that way because um you know I at, at 16 17 I remember people saying to me oh you'd be a great chartered accountant and it was almost pushed on me without me spending a bit of time with myself and mm -hmm. just write down what's important to me about my career what are my values what do I see? Where do I? How do I see myself? What would my typical work day look like? Ask yourself those questions. Write it down. Um, get some clarity around that, and then think about also. Okay, so why? Why do I? What, what's my purpose? What am I working for? What's going to motivate me? And I think by asking those questions, then your career will start to shape because then yes. you'll start to understand. Also, talk to lots of people, understand um, different jobs, understand what's out there. Um, mm -hmm. And if possible, mentoring as well. Go and get a mentor. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that, yeah, so understand what's important to you about your career, what are your values, what motivates you, and go out there and get a mentor. There's three pieces of advice. Three pieces of info to definitely keep them busy. <laughs> um, I I think I've asked most of the questions that the students have asked uh, here. Uh, just, uh, well, I think you've already answered this mainly, but advice that you would give to someone that's new to your industry uh, rather than just a student, someone that's newly in your industry, what advice would you give them? To someone that's new to sales, um, I would say to them, um, yeah, there, there is always that passion. You just want to win. You want to win straight away. Uh, take your time to get to know your clients, what, what it is that you're selling, how you're going to sell it before worrying and panicking about, about just selling. Be confident um, and um, yeah, just believe, believe in yourself and, and set your goals. Go out there, set your goals um, and go for it. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, is there anything else you would like to tell them or... Um... Obviously, I will get, I'm sure after they've seen this, there will be more questions that I can send to you. Uh, would you be happy to answer some of them if I send? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would be delighted if anyone wants to, to you know, dig a little bit more and understand a little bit more about my role and, and what I do. I'm happy to have a chat. And also within Gartner, the company that I work for, there are different roles as well. So um, if, if, if you want to look at Gartner on the web and you'd be interested in some of the other roles, perhaps I can introduce you to to someone in, in different parts of the business as well. Perfect, uh, that would be fantastic. And if you're willing to, I might try to organize something maybe where you could talk to the students rather than just to me, which would make it much more beneficial. Yeah, and, and a bit more, bit more interactive yeah. for them as well, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's great. Thank you very much for today. Um,